This podcast episode is powered by Afropods, the world's number one podcasting platform for African stories. Hi guys, welcome to today's podcast. Today we have uh, Alex with us from Bitslato, uh, one of the newest uh, crypto exchanges in Africa, but has established presses across the Europe, uh, specifically on the Russian area. So today we have uh, Alex with a representative of Bitslato, and we let Alex introduce himself and what he does at Bitslato. Hi again, Eric. Hi, David. Thanks for inviting me here. It's uh, really happy to be here. So what I do, I'm a chief marketing officer in Bitslato. Previously, I was uh, managing the operations in Africa also, uh, partly. Uh, and uh, yeah, well, that's, I, I've been uh, working with African region for about a year. So I think I've already uh, have a bit of insights from the continent, from the region. Uh, well, that's still lots of information to gain mm-hmm. uh, still. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh Really glad to work with uh, this region and uh, happy to be on this interview. So thanks for inviting. Thanks, 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 Alex. Uh, Alex, I remember Bitslato launched uh, fully operations in Africa about last year. Yeah, uh, maybe a quick one in terms of what factors led to to Bitslato establishing its operations uh, in the continent. In the continent. <clears throat> well, that's pretty simple. Uh, Africa is uh, is a is an, an enormous uh, region uh, with endless possibilities and opportunities. And in terms of cryptocurrency, in, in terms of crypto market, it's uh, yet unexplored. Well, we can say that pretty much uh, the uh, world in terms of cryptocurrency is yet unexplored. Yeah, we have $2 trillion industry, which is uh, yet unexplored. And that may sound uh, funny to somebody. But in fact, what we have is that uh, so not that many people are involved in crypto, uh, including Africa. Uh, but already now we can see the interest, uh, the growth of interest to, to the industry. And we see that basically this region is very common to our so-called home region where we uh, mainly operate in currently, which is Eastern Europe, including Russia, Ukraine, uh, Belarus, Kazakhstan. And uh, they're common in terms of low trust towards uh, towards uh, different government institutions that, that take control over various financial operations mm-hmm. and uh, people are looking for more beneficial alternatives for themselves. And uh, basically this type of new finances uh, is really helping them and they see a real tool in these in this industry that can help them to improve their various business operations or uh, where they can find personal income. So basically what we see is uh, that unlike Western markets, mm-hmm. Africa is common for us because we worked in a more or less similar market. Uh, basically we're working mm-hmm. in the similar market uh, here. So that's where we found an, an opportunity to work with. Interesting. Uh, you mentioned that uh, Eastern Europe plays a big part of Bitslato's market and generally significant. How significant are Africa's users to Bitslato's strategy in general? And which markets do you see as the biggest, um, as your biggest target uh, in the continent uh, currently? Uh, so, 
continuing the previous answer, uh, as I said, the markets are similar, and we can see that if we take the comparison of peer-to-peer -peer trading uh, turnovers in regions, we will see that uh, first place in the world is Nigeria, mm -hmm. uh, and second place is Russia. So that's again, that's what I've been talking about. That the markets are very similar. I mean, the same reasons for using the same tools, and uh, that's why we are working in Africa. And uh, when you ask about the, our strategy and uh, the place of Africa in our business operations, we, uh, to be honest with you, I uh, tell that our idea is to provide our solutions everywhere we can reach. Uh, we have uh, different limitations since not many countries are crypto friendly and uh, not many governments are looking forward to provide the opportunity for these new finances which they do not control. Uh, but for us, uh, we try to help everywhere because we know that we can give tools that other companies cannot. And uh, concerning your question about the place of Africa, we actually see that Africa can become uh, the most important region for us. And uh, I mean, that's financially wise, uh, can be explained easily. We have in Africa a very young population, unlike uh, European. Mm -hmm. uh, you have many educated young people that are interested in technology, mm -hmm. that are interested in everything, in new technologies that are appearing, in new ways of making money, mm -hmm. including cryptocurrency. Mm -hmm. And it's uh, very easy to work with people who are interested in this. So we don't have to uh, come, you know, there is a proverb in English that says, you cannot teach an old dog with the new tricks. So when we come, for example, in uh, countries where the majority of population is more mature, uh, you come to them and tell that, come on, like you see the blockchain, you see the benefits, you see the cryptocurrencies, and uh, we have various solutions for you, for your business, for your life, where you don't have to pay taxes to banks, you don't have to pay taxes to Visa or MasterCard. You can stay anonymous and the government cannot see your transactions. I mean, well, uh, still can, but they do not collect all this information about you mm -hmm. and you can stay private for yourself and uh, people say well i'm not sure well i i've been watching tv and they said that it's kind of a bubble and it's a ponzi scheme and uh, well i'd better uh put a deposit to my bank with one percent per year i mean and that's uh that's the way how uh humanity works and uh older people are less likely to uh, to adopt to the new reality. And when we come to Africa, we see, again, lots of young people that are eager to get this information. And we are happy to give this information. Moreover, we are happy to give these solutions that they are looking for. Interesting. So you've mentioned that Russia and Nigeria are like uh, more of similar in terms of adoption of crypto. Now, speaking of the continent, what sort of trends uh, has Bitslato seen in, the mar in this market? that has informed, say, decisions around how to enter and success in this market? Uh, well, well, when we came, first of all, I, personally, I was uh, very surprised uh, with the amount of uh, women mm -hmm. interested uh, in cryptocurrencies and the way uh, they create communities uh, where they can uh, talk 
speak up and feel free. And mm-hmm. I was uh, really glad to see that, especially like our my colleague Juliana. She mostly in this uh, sphere. She uh, had different interviews and webinars uh, with the different women in crypto in Africa. And what I see, and that's really cool that women have a place where they can uh, speak up, where they can ask and they do not, you know, uh, so she said me, Juliana said me once that uh, we need to support such activities (laughs) to create um, a place where women can uh, talk freely and they won't be you know nervous about how they will sound and uh, if you know lots of people are uh, afraid to ask questions because they're afraid that someone will laugh at them that uh, their their question may sound foolish or something like that or funny uh well that's that's uh, very bad trend. <laughs> but uh what Juliana says is that by creating such communities, by creating, by making such activities, we can uh, help uh, people that are that feel themselves vulnerable mm-hmm. uh, to help them speak up and to create this community of crypto enthusiasts in different groups. And that's really important. That cryptocurrency is not just for a specific type of people. Cryptocurrency mm-hmm. uh, and blockchain is a solution for the whole humanity. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other issue is that uh, not everyone is aware of it and different people require different approach. Mm-hmm. And I'm really happy that we have Juliana that uh, that she says me such important things. So I think that's a very important trend. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing I was very interested in uh, was uh, cross-border payments. Mm-hmm. Uh, the way how much uh, people trade between uh, different countries, uh, since you have uh, or you had uh, different payment methods that allowed people to trade uh, among each other, and that's that's also again that the idea of blockchain, uh, no borders. You don't have to care about which currency are you using is it nigerian naira or kenyan shilling or russian ruble or american dollar so the idea is that you need to have access and access to everything and the way how people trade among each other between different countries that that makes me happy and i see that uh, we are in the right place at the right moment interesting interesting i i think it's it's very important a very important point that you mentioned is that um uh the rise of women in crypto and how women are adopting to crypto, uh, I think it's it's something that cannot be ignored. Uh, given that, see, the traditional finance uh, is 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 mainly skewed towards the the male gender, but I think when it comes to crypto, it's good that women, even women across Africa, are adopting this very fast, and I think it's a good trend, and it it can only get better. Uh, Absolutely. Thanks. Thanks. So, uh, Maybe you can speak about, uh, in addition to, say, Nigeria, uh, um, maybe which other markets in the continent are you keenly watching with a view of expansion, say, in the coming years? Well, so mainly, uh, as you know, our team is located in Kenya. Mm-hmm. And uh, that uh, this is already kind of a tradition that we have. It wasn't uh, something specific that we're looking for mm-hmm. to have uh, people just in Kenya. But uh, we found it 
beautiful people and uh, true professionals that uh, were helping us and are helping us. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, obviously we're looking into Kenya, uh, second market in terms of peer to peer trading in Africa. Uh, concerning our next plans, uh, for now it's they're pretty simple. So we're looking uh, turnover wise. Mm -hmm. So the next markets that we're looking into are uh, South Africa and Ghana. Mm -hmm. But uh, we are open to different opportunities. And if, for example, we find another way, uh, another market that will be interested in our solution right here, right now, mm -hmm. uh, we'll be happy to help. So, I mean, if we talk about plants, mm -hmm. then uh, it's South Africa and Ghana. If we talk about our possibilities, we are happy to help everywhere it's, uh, where it's possible. Interesting. Interesting. Um Speaking of uh, generally uh, expansion and apprentices across Africa, Bitslatel recently partnered with Lemonade Finance, which is a cross-border payments platform for Africans. Maybe you can speak a little bit about uh, this partnership and uh, what it entails and uh, what's the benefit to, say, uh, users of Bitslato, uh, uh, people who are trading or buying cryptocurrency using Bitslato platform. Uh, so, we were really happy to find Lemonade Finance mm -hmm. uh, and to start talking to them uh, was a really interesting opportunity. So, Lemonade Finance, as you said, is a cross-border payment that allows people from Nigeria to send uh, money to, to Kenya and uh, to some other countries. So, currently for us, we are mostly interested in uh, payments from Nigeria to Kenya. Uh, unfortunately, unfortunately, right now uh, it's not uh, possible to send money backwards so from Kenya to Nigeria. So it goes only one way. But for example, now people in Nigeria can uh, buy Bitcoin uh, from people from Kenya by sending them money to their Impesa account. Before that, we had the cheaper cash, but uh, when these uh, issues with the central bank's uh, regulations in Nigeria arised, mm -hmm. uh, cheaper cash stopped supporting uh, cross-border payments. And the huge market that uh, was existing between, Nigeria, between these two countries uh, stopped operating. Mm -hmm. And by our estimations, the amount of money that was sent from Nigeria to Kenya uh, for cryptocurrency per week uh, was around $2 million or so, maybe more. I mean, we don't have all information, but that, that's what we have calculated. Mm -hmm. yeah, that this amount of money was uh, in demand. Mm -hmm. And just suddenly this, uh, this opportunity was canceled. Mm -hmm. So we were looking hard to find somebody who can provide this uh, this, uh, this tool where people can send uh, money from one country to another. And we were really happy to find uh, Lemonade. Mm -hmm. And we we're happy that we uh, have partnership now with them. So now what we, what we can offer uh, to people is that uh, from Lemonade side, uh, you if you use their app from Nigeria to send money to M-Pesa, you don't pay any fees any transaction fees. So the amount that you send will be converted to from Nigerian Naira to Kenyan shilling. And that exact amount will be sent to a PESA account of a Kenyan user. From our side, to make this uh, 
these trades more interesting. Uh, we will uh, we already actually cancelled uh, fees for ad creators mm -hmm. that are using this method. Method. So for Nigeria, we have a payment method called Just Lemonade. So if they want to trade them on each other using this payment method from Lemonade to Lemonade, mm -hmm. uh, for Uh, Kenyans, we've created a payment method called uh, Lemonade 2 Mpesa. Mm -hmm. uh, because usually if we say, if we name one, we create one payment method, it's it means that you need to work within this uh, payment method. So let's say if it's Mpesa, then it's you need to send money from Mpesa to Mpesa. If it's uh, cheaper cash, then it's from cheaper cash to cheaper cash. Uh, and in this case, we've created a payment method called Lemonade to Mpesa, where people can create ads. Mm -hmm. And again, we do not charge any fees for trading with this method. And moreover, we're not planning. So it's not kind of like a promotional campaign or something like that. No, we're not planning to have uh, fees on this uh, kind of trades at all. That's, that's uh, a tool that we want to give to people that... Uh, we're, yeah, that don't have this tool right now. So that's our task. Interesting. I I think um, it's clear that you mentioned that. I think most markets we still face a lot of regulatory challenges. Uh, uh specifically the African markets. So, but I think it's good that uh, the partnership with uh, uh, the partnership that we started looking at will enable users to to be able to uh, to transfer money across border or in whatever seamless way that you provided. Uh, speaking about Kenya, uh, still I think we are we are Kenya is still at the early stages of crypto adoption, and maybe we may be leading in the East African region, but I think across the globe, uh, it's growing very fast, but still at the earliest early stages. Uh, maybe you can speak about uh, the journey of expanding into Kenya, which you spoke about. But um, what I would be interested in will be uh, Bitrato's experience in the Kenyan market. Maybe things around what are the challenges opportunities and trends that you've seen from where you sit? Uh, well, so, again, why Kenya? Very simple. Young people uh, interested in technologies uh, uh, and uh, the situation on the market where people are not really interested in traditional financial instruments due to their either high cost or low trust toward them. So, again, similarities with our home market. And um, which opportunities and threats we've seen there? Well, concerning uh, our main problem is that uh, we are one of the biggest peer-to-peer uh, -peer trading platforms in the world. Mm -hmm. and uh, But unfortunately, no one knows us here. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, People hear what we've seen, and that's really interesting because I've never seen this uh, on any other market. Uh, people are really loyal to brands in terms of peer-to-peer uh, -peer platforms. Mm -hmm. uh, for me, uh, what, what I've seen, I've been talking to Verizon traders specifically. If we're talking about traders, they don't really care about which platform should they use. Mm -hmm. uh, actually, they try to use every possible platform that appears. Yeah, they have, uh, for some platforms, they have higher level of trust, for some it's lower level of trust, but in fact, to, um, to become more um, efficient 
on in terms of earning money on peer-to-peer trading, they try to create uh, create ads everywhere, mm-hmm. and they're not loyal to the platform. They're just looking for the liquidity. So where's uh, where they see trader or where they see clients, they're the most. But they still still try to be everywhere. Uh, if we talk about clients, uh, clients also don't really. On our in our markets or in other markets, uh, they also are not really loyal to the brand because also they they don't really care where to buy or sell because they're working with people. Mm-hmm. They're not working with the brand specifically, so they can uh, mostly look either into the rate uh, of uh, buy or sell offers, or uh, they look into the fees, or they look into the to the interface which allows them to trade easier. But we've seen in Africa, in Kenya, uh, that uh, people are really somehow loyal to the brand where they buy cryptocurrency and they have this high level of trust. And when we come with our offer and we say, hey guys, uh, so we're one of the biggest players and uh, we're really, we really want to help you here and to show that we have tools that others don't have and we have an offer, a unique offer that won't be replicated by any other platform. Mm-hmm. Uh, just come out and try and they do not. They do not because uh, we. They basically ask the question, why? Like I have the place where I trade, and I'm pretty happy with that. <laughs> and uh, that's really interesting. So it's really, uh, you know, it, it really makes us interested in this fight for the trust of people mm-hmm. because we understand that as soon as we get it, mm-hmm. as soon as we get this trust, uh, it's. Uh, also, if we keep the correct uh, uh, relationship with our users, uh, they will basically not going to leave us. Not just because of our offers, but because they will trust us. And this is the most important challenge that we have, is to create this trust, mm-hmm. is to create this awareness about ourselves, and to let people know about what we are giving to them. Uh, so concerning the opportunities, well, Pretty simple. That's what we're basically working in. Which uh, direction? The first opportunity is cross-border payments with uh, with Nigeria. And that's uh, what we try to solve. Try to help to solve. Uh, another thing is uh, actually also we've discovered very recently. Uh, we found that Nigerians uh, usually trade with uh, Russians mm-hmm. due to more. Uh, more interest in rate for cryptocurrencies. And since we are the biggest uh, peer-to-peer platform by far in uh, Russia, including Russia, mm-hmm. uh, we are working also with our community there to let them know that now you can get extra liquidity from Nigeria if you're going to create uh, ads for uh, United States dollars. Mm-hmm using um, the payment methods, for example, like SWIFT payments or uh, bank transfer, different uh, different other bank transfers, which uh, still work. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nigerians somehow found this interesting to trade with other people. And we are the biggest provider of mm-hmm. uh, these ads. So in the moment we can have, um, if we talk about our Eastern European markets, uh, in single moment, we can have uh, around 35,000 ads mm-hmm. which uh, gives the best possible rate for mm-hmm. buying or selling cryptocurrency usually you can sell your cryptocurrency your bitcoin ethereum or uh, above the market price like by five seven percent uh, so it's 
more efficient, then you can do it on uh, on the classic exchange. You know, where basically when you using the ads and you do peer to peer trading, you when you want to buy cryptocurrency, you need to pay a bit more than the market price, and when you sell, you need to receive a bit less than the market price. In fact, on our platform, uh, it goes vice versa, and you get more benefits by trading on peer-to-peer. Well, that's a bit kind of an interesting. And another thing, another thing is, uh, again, it's related to lots of young people, lots of freelancers, designers, uh, UI, UX designers, uh, programmers, and other uh, developers, and other people related to digital mm-hmm. uh, is our uh, gift codes. Mm-hmm. Actually, it works everywhere. We offer this. Uh, lots of people accept payments, prefer to accept payments in cryptocurrency. But if we talk about um, sending money to external to an external wallet, you need to pay high fees. You need to wait usually long, especially now. We everyone sees uh, what the situation with the blockchain currently and uh, how high fees are right now, and how long do you need to wait until your transaction will uh, will be delivered? Recently, I've been talking to one trader, and he said uh, even with Ripple, he had lots of issues with transferring the funds. And well, we all know that Ripple is like so much faster than Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and what we offer is that you can easily create a gift code on our platform, on our platform, and send it to any other. You can make a gift code either uh, in equivalent to your currency. It can be Kenyan shilling or United States dollars or Nigerian naira. Basically everything. Uh, or you can make a gift code uh, with exact amount of cryptocurrency, mm-hmm. and then you can send it to. Uh, to the person you're working with, you need to make a, either to pay, pay a salary or to pay for for the job he uh, they done. And that's very simple. And lots of people really like to accept payments, especially when you you know when you accept payment, for example, for hundred dollars. Let's say for a job you done, you just keep it a bit a year or so, and then it's not hundred dollars, but like one thousand. That also makes <laughs> some people really happy with this. Interesting, interesting. Uh, I, I think th- thanks, Alex, for sharing uh, Bitlato's challenges and experience uh, when it comes to Africa uh, while leveraging on, say, your journey that um, that led to Bitlato being the largest exchange in Russia. I think it's it's just a lot of things to pick up and even for our audience to learn and um, and and probably to generally we, because our aim is to educate them about these emerging trends and what's happening in this space of digital currencies and blockchain. Because it's, it's it's a field that I think you cannot ignore from beta regulator, beta financial institution, and even from people who are enthusiastic about uh, financial services. So we, we really appreciate for making the time, Alex. Maybe uh, you can give us now your closing remarks or uh, your last message to to, to the Kenyan Wall Street uh, audience uh, who will be listening to this podcast. Uh, well, first of all, thank you for inviting me. That was a real pleasure, uh, especially speaking to your audience. Uh, I'm really looking forward for any kind of feedback. And uh, our task is to, uh, well, it's uh, it's actually very simple. We are not looking forward. Uh, we're not trying to penetrate Africa to make more money. That's uh, That would be very foolish idea you know when you start your business uh, and uh, your task is to make money of it uh, well 
most probably it will be unsuccessful. The last thing we're thinking about is monetizing it. That's uh, So our task in Africa actually is not to come and uh, start earning here, but our task in Africa is to come and give tools and to decrease fees. You know, there was uh, actually a funny situation on in the chat and I'm really, ha- it's really, I'm very surprised with the, uh, our users in Africa and uh, how grateful they are and how, what kind of nice people they are. So uh, we had a post, uh, we posted something on our Telegram channel uh, the same time in Russian one and in African one about our uh, withdrawal fees. Uh, so we said about our withdrawal fees for Bitcoin, Ethereum, USDT and stuff. And we, I've just seen this two comments Mm-hmm. Uh, at the same time, in different chats, uh, so in Russian chat, uh, there's a guy saying like, "Whoa, that's really high fees. Uh, like, when are you going to decrease them?" Mm-hmm. And at the same time, uh, I see the comments in African chat, and the guy says like, "Are you kidding? Like, is it really your fees like mm-hmm. that low?" Mm-hmm. And uh, that makes us really that's motivating us a lot, and we are trying to make it even better. So we, I was recently talking with our. Uh, technical department and saying like, okay, guys, like we need to decrease that as well. We need to go lower on the withdrawal fees. And now we're developing the strategies. How can we, can we make it, well, how to make it as cheap as possible. So, and, uh, my final comment is that, uh, we will be fighting for every user. We will be reaching them out, all of them to tell them that we can provide them better service. And trust me, all our competitors, I mean, not everyone in Africa knows about us. Like very few people uh, really know us as a service and trust us. And we're working to increase that amount. But trust me that every competitor, every big competitor that's already operating in Africa knows us. And, and they know that what we've done in Eastern Europe and, uh, well, they're terrified of what we can do in Africa mm-hmm. and because they know what we can provide. So I'm pretty sure that it's just a matter of time uh, when when people start know us. And uh, but before that, we will work very hard to to help everyone. And uh, so thank you again for inviting me here and for having this interview. Thanks, th- thanks, Alex, for the insta- insightful uh, discussion and uh, comments. Uh, looking forward to hosting you again. Thanks. Bye.